My name is Joe Gatto, and here is how I say buttholes. And welcome to Andrea Savage, a grown-up woman, hashtag buttholes. I'm Andrea Savage, and I'm sitting here joined by my butthole, Tony Thaxton. <laughs> <laughs> Took this many episodes. <laughs> it just popped in my head right now. I'm disappointed in myself. It took this long. Yet, a look of pride on your face oh, at the same time. Yeah, glowing. <laughs> glowing. <laughs> sitting here with my butthole, Tony Thaxton. <laughs> um... Tony. Yes. Delightful to see you. It's good to see you. We're, we, this was an impromptu yes. last minute sesh that very, we pulled together. Very rare, maybe 24 hours notice. I, yeah, I, I think. If even. If even. Yeah. yeah. I was at an ad retreat, uh, which is, it was a work retreat with True TV, mm-hmm. where we hang out with um, people who buy advertisement on the network uh-huh. and network executives and other True TV talent from other shows. And um, I was hanging out with some of the Impractical Jokers, mm-hmm. and they're rarely in LA, and I was t- telling them about my podcast, and um, Joe pretty much accepted an offer to be on the podcast, even though I had not given him an <laughs> offer, and we will talk about that. Um, but I'm very excited. I get to only see them a couple times a year, and they're delightful guys. I'm going to be honest. I thought we were going to be sitting down with Joe Gatto and Brian Quinn, Q, and I just found out that apparently Q decided we were not important enough to be here for. What happened? Why? Unclear. Is it me? I'm assuming it's you. I figured you would. I cannot imagine it's me. <laughs> I'm interpreting it that it, we weren't important enough. Uh, the, but I prepared a bunch of questions for the two of them together, which are now moot. So now I will just be totally winging it. Oh, God. Honestly, I don't know a ton about them, so I'll, I'll get to Their know Their show them. is so popular. Yeah. Like, that is I, one thing I do know. It is so incredibly popular, From and they have the biggest demo, I feel like. It's everyone from like my 11-year-old nephew mm-hmm. to my 75-year-old mother. Yeah. And everyone in between. I have a question about what you So You said when you saw them and you started talking about the podcast. Yeah. Was there any part of you, like, were you like, you were ready and excited to talk about it or is there this part of you at all that's like you know that so many people have podcasts do you ever feel some like not shame but like you're oh like, no no shame yeah yeah, yeah no shame's the right word 100 percent. and also because all of these we're banking a lot of these ahead of time yeah. so it's before the podcast starts so nobody really knows what it is and as soon as you do hear the word podcast, you're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. okay, well, especially, this is, well, God, all right. Especially in LA. Especially in LA. And also, I think they have conservatively 17 podcasts between the th- four of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm the asshole, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, every time I tell someone I'm doing a podcast, there is a little bit of a... Mm-hmm. I know it's really crowded. I, I Listen, I know that everyone's jumping in this game. This is why I'm doing it. Like, I feel like I have to give a lot of justification. Yeah. It's the same way when people ask me what my husband does for a living. Before I tell them that he's a talent agent, I have to go through a whole spiel. He's a very nice person. He's very mm-hmm. atypical <laughs> for this particular job. They're like, what are you about to tell me? But I always feel like I have to do a little preamble. So because of this podcast, yes, I... Uh, I have a lot of files on my hard drive that I'm <laughs> organizing and labeling, and uh, and I ha- now have a folder on my hard drive that's not something I ever imagined I would have. I have a folder that's titled June Squib Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I am so filled with pride that I am able to provide that for you and yeah. have forced that to be a thing on your computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that it, might be my greatest achievement. It's, I mean, it's pretty good. You should be proud of that. It's, <laughs> it makes me laugh anytime I scroll past it. And there's another one that's just buttholes because it's got various <laughs> buttholes in it. So. <laughs> uh, that delights me that I have subconsciously or not purposely um, tainted your entire <laughs> hard drive, really. <laughs> That that's something you have to live with. All right, Tony, you ready to do this? I am ready. All right, I'm excited to sit down with my new friend, Joe Gatto. 
feel free to heavily edit me. Oh, I will be. <laughs> when when I get through with this, you will be a shell of yourself. When I finish like, editing, hi, this is Joe. <laughs> you, that's cute that you think your name is still Joe. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, you can, by the way, sit back and move it so you're more comfortable. However you want. This is, great. This this is, is, is Listen, I know that you have a thousand podcasts, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, well, I realized after I was I'm talk- a good podcast guest. People liked well, we for me see. to guest. Yeah. I'm 100% juries out. I'm- <laughs> I've now, we now, okay, so I'm sitting here with Joe from Impractical Jokers. Uh, I've already introduced you. Um, but I did introduce that Brian was coming. So I, you're going to have to act like both of them. <laughs> I was just spent the weekend with you guys. Yes. Uh, we were just on a True TV mm-hmm. ad retreat weekend. Well, well, tennis match extravaganza. Yes. They, they, they bring us to play tennis with clients to and wow them with both our wit and tennis prowess. Except I don't play. <laughs> so I have to go and cheer. Yes. But I don't cheer. Uh, basically, we're just dancing monkeys. Yeah, exactly. Um, for the lovely people who advertise on our shows. Yeah. Um, but it is one of the few times you and like maybe twice a year we get to see each other. That's it. Yeah. And this we don't normally get to hang as much as we did this year. I this would say is this the is most, the most we've hung. Because I think this is the first time this thing didn't fall in the middle of hell yeah. for me. Yeah. Because usually I'm there and I'm literally like going to a dinner and then rushing back to my room yeah. to work and work and work and work. And this time I was like, oh. I can do some work, but I can actually hang and chat a little yeah. bit. We, um, yeah, so we got, we became best friends. I think so. We exchanged numbers, which is a big thing. That is a big thing. Yeah, I just don't give my number just, just to anyone. I don't think that that's true because I saw you give it out to no less than 46 people. Right, but there were 46 someones. <laughs> I was at that retreat. There There's, were not yeah. 46 someones. <laughs> 45 at best. 45 at best. Uh, yeah. By the way, I almost wore um, a pair of True TV tennis shoes for you. Oh, the ones that say True TV the on the back? The ones that say I True TV. Them. I rock Do you those. wear those? I rock those all the time. Yeah. They're I, Adidas. I love Adidas. I, they're, by the way, they're my favorite yeah. kind of shoe. Yeah. But I... It's hard to do. It's it. hard to rock yeah. a shoe with yeah. a true with any logo. Yeah. It's 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 funny actually. In season one of Impractical Jokers, Mar was riding the Staten Island ferry and he had a T-shirt uh-huh. on that said Impractical Jokers. Uh-huh. And the two cops that were on the ferry were uh-huh. like, "Hey, aren't you on that show?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You're wearing a T-shirt of your own show," <laughs> and we barely let him live that down ever. <laughs> I feel like you guys make the most fun of Murr. Uh, no, we make fun of everybody, but Murr is like. I feel like Murr. Yeah. But and now, well, I, he does the most to make fun of. To, if we're going to be honest, I was going to say after yeah. hanging out with him right. briefly this weekend, I get it. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, let's take him down. He's very a he's a very particular kind of guy. Like he's really got a lot of quirks and <laughs> yeah. things about him. And uh, I he's honestly oh, he's one fantastic. of my one of my best friends. But he's an odd duck. And yeah. you could say this. You could say that about anybody. I was gonna say we could say that. About whenever any you of get us. a group, there's somebody right. And he's just I just feel like he's the one you guys yeah. shit on. But you guys have been friends since high school, right? Yeah, we met in uh, freshman year, 1990. And fr- oh, you were freshman in yeah. high school. Yeah, freshman year. And you, wow, that's amazing. All I came feel into like a new school. We didn't go to grammar schools together or anything. So you all, so you first year in for all boy Catholic high school, Monsignor Farrell. Oh well, well, Staten well. Yeah. That sounds a little. <laughs> that sounds like there were some sexy times. Yes, yes. I assume. <laughs> of I course. Assume I mean, why you wouldn't started. you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was called Monsignor Farrell. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Nothing sexier than that title. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it was all boys school, not too big. I went to an all girls school. Oh, did you? Yeah, for six years. How, seven through twelve. How big was your graduating class? Was it big? One, it was only like a th- oh really? So one ten no ninety. 90. I think like ninety. Oh, yeah, ours was like three hundred. There's like a thousand kids oh, in the school. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of boys. Yeah. I was number fifty five out of three fifty five ranking. I remember that that's ranking why I know. on smart. I feel like that yeah. they should have also ranked on appearance. <laughs> uh, I feel like it should in been, high school, my yeah. appearance would have been three fifty four out of three fifty five. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Oh my! I when was, do you think I was you came into star. your handsome looks, Joe? Uh, I'm close. I'm 43 you, now. Okay. I'm hoping about 44. I'll, I'll I feel like you know how to wear a shirt color to make your eyes pop. That's the eyes are number one, right there. I feel like eyes I feel like you're playing into that. Eyes are my weapon when of choice. When you I stepped in into my house, you were wearing a lavender yeah. kind of button up, James Purse. If you're listening, I'll take one. <laughs> I can tell you right now, James Purse is not listening to this. You'd be surprised who listens to this. Don't undersell it, okay? I know how many listeners you have. Has this uh, aired yet? It hasn't aired yet. Okay. So, so I know how many <laughs> listeners, too. Fucking zero. Zero, zero. Yeah. yeah. 
but I like that you know what outfit colors make you yeah. pop. Yeah, because I didn't have much to work with for a while. So it was the eyes. You have an olive skin have and olive an skin. eye that pops. I tan like a mofo and I got yeah. an eye that pops. I put on a lavender, put on a mint green. Yeah. You know, there's oh. no problem. Forget it. You also, I've seen you rock a blue yeah like blues. A, oh yeah anywhere on the spectrum of a blue yeah of course <laughs> what would you say is like if sal had a color what color does sal pop in? sal sal actually looks great in black really yeah he does he does it just it just makes him look very uh svelte oh yeah, yeah he does a black i could see that black. sal was not there this weekend sal was not yeah no, he was at home he had other obligations he had other obligations um okay what about now that we're talking through everyone's colors <laughs> I didn't realize this was the fashionista edition. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is all. Well, I was like, if I've got Joe Gatto coming in, we got to talk fashion. I'm not going to miss this opportunity. I did work in men's retail for many a year when I came out here to L.A. Where did you work? I worked at Nordstrom. I was in Nordy. What I was at the Grove. I worked the rail. Um, uh-huh. I was. Uh, well, I don't know what work the rail. The means. rail is the men's department that sold their. It sounds oh. like their jeans and their. Oh. You know their fashion stuff, and I actually was responsible for over a million dollars in sales. I was a platinum, uh, platinum paysetter. I was number five in the company across the whole company. I'd love to shit on you, but I feel like I could see that because you. <laughs> I feel like you would just walk up to anybody yeah. and just start That's selling. It. Let's do it. I had schemes on jeans. schemes. Of course. What was your biggest? What's your biggest scheme when it you was, were in the Nordstrom rail? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm well, in there. Okay, so I'm a man, I'm a woman because I have a feeling women were probably a better target. Well, right? I sold yes, both both. I sold men's women well, for men. Well, yes, that was my that was my sweet Th- that's spot. That's what I'm saying. So I'm walking honey. I'm walking through and I'm like looking at yeah. some. Three hundred dollar jeans, but it's a little—I don't know. It seems like a little much. You don't want to spend three hundred. You know, we should get the two pairs of the one fifties. It's better. Brings up my UPT to two units oh. per transaction, okay. and then it makes it feel like a bigger gift. Then also, let's get a little T-shirt to go with it. And why not this fun wallet? Do you like hate his wallet? All women hate their men's wallets. Fact. <laughs> I don't feel like this is gonna work on me. I, I don't want to hear about your UPTs. <laughs> I wouldn't mention that to you. Well, I was trying to reenact. Oh, like you I was a, okay, like it. I was a. Hi, welcome to Nordstrom's. Can I help you? Uh, my husband's birthday is coming up and I just wanted to get him like a little something, you know, I feel like I need to update his jeans a little bit oh, okay. or so like, let's put together little... a nice birthday outfit. Okay, sure. Come with me. I'll, let me show you these jeans right here. They're uh-huh. not high end, but they're a nice denim and soft to the touch. Feel that hand. Oh, Ooh, that does have a nice hand. That's a nice hand, right? Sir, could you just, I'll, I'll, if I have any questions, I'll come. Okay. Uh, I'll just wait right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sir. Um, I'm right here if you need me. You know what? I think I actually. Thanks. You'll take all con- these. Okay, great. <laughs> I no, I. But my big scheme. Joe, you were terrible. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't how I really do it. But my big scheme. This was. If one you're of not going to focus on on these little reenactments, then I don't know what we're doing here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let me get you a manager. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. I'm the manager. <laughs> um, oh, I was my yes. biggest scheme that really yes. worked for me was. Because it's all commission-based Nordstrom. Okay. And I was a really good salesman. How did you even get that job? I feel like that's like a hot ticket job. Yeah. It was, well, I came in. I came out here to chase the dream to be a screenwriter and director. So uh-huh. I worked in men's retail at Nordstrom, of Obviously. course. But I feel like yeah. even getting a men's retail job at Nordstrom, there's like people who are gunning for that. Yeah. Well, the, you have ma- an the manager. No, I didn't. The manager was a female that helped me shop. And I enjoyed. And we talked and stuff. And she's like, they were hiring. And she's like, do you need a job? And I said, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I was lucky. I got lucky. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, what was your biggest scheme? So, the scheme was uh-huh. if a guy is shopping and has his girlfriend with him, oh, okay. I'd be like, okay, we'll do some shopping. And, and I was like, okay, and you're going to shop as well, I assume. And she'd be like, yeah. And I said, let me take you upstairs and you can meet my friend. Uh, you can meet my friend, Andrea. And right? I'd take her upstairs. And I had worked out with Andrea. Whatever you sell her, I get 50% of when I ring her out. Well, and we well, well. It. Yeah. And then, and she did you would give Andrea a cut of what was if, going on downstairs? Whenever she did, whenever we okay. did that, the reverse of it, we would do that, but uh, it depends on how much you sold. So this doesn't surprise me because I feel like it just, and I don't know who is gunning behind the jokers, but I feel like you guys are, have your fingers like in everything. Yeah. You guys are really smart. Oh, thank you. About your, Brand and marketing and go after a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, is that I think you? a lot of it is who's bringing do, you down. Nobody's weighing me. Down. Oh, who's bringing you down? I don't the let group? nobody bring me down. Come on, <laughs> I'm too fast. They it's can't Sal. catch me. <laughs> it's Quinn. It's Mer. Who's fucking with you? No, no, no. We, we all, uh, we all. It's fun because when when you we took the show. I don't know how much you know of our story, but when we joined... Our, I did we, some research this morning, uh, oh, even though we pulled this together very fast. Oh, okay. I know that you guys uh, started an improv group, and then you had another show Yeah, we had Two That Spike. Failed. Two That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Two That yeah. Failed. And then when we came up with Jokers, we had we all had other jobs. We, right. I was in 
I was sold. I was in baby stores. I sold high end baby gear and uh, furniture. I love that. I can see you uh, crushing that. Sal owned a bar and music venue in right. Staten Island. Uh, Q was a fireman. It was a fireman. And yeah. And Murr worked for the production company that we currently produce with. That's right. And also he was like a chronic temp. Everybody else for two seasons had two jobs. That's so fascinating. I Q love would that. go from a twenty four hour at the firehouse. Come film, come right to set. Of course he was a fireman. And then go back. I would trust him. Yeah, he's trustworthy. Yeah. For sure. I like that cute. I like that Quinn. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's the charming one. What are your like little roles that you guys play? I feel like you're like the fun guy who's always like doing like like cute jokes. You know what I mean? Well, no, not like cute. You're like, go suck a dick. Yeah, yeah. No. Nailed it, Andrew. Yeah, but I mean like you're like doing gags. Like I feel like you are like doing bits on the camera or off. Yeah. Right? I will say that I, I think my role is that I give everyone license to be crazy and just yeah. have fun. Yeah. Because everybody knows I just don't care. I just get out there and have a good yeah. time. Like you've seen me in social yeah. settings. You know, uh, you just, he produced I mean, you just yeah. sort of take over the ad yeah. weekend. You tell people when we're going, where we're leaving, yeah. get in line. <laughs> dinner's starting. Dinner's over. I want it because I was like, this dinner's going yeah. forever. I was like, Joe, we got to wrap this up. Desserts. Next thing I know, he's like, he's like called attention to 40 people in a room. He's like, we got to get desserts out. Everybody, the buses are here. Please make an organized line. Just Worked. yeah. And you take your top off every year. I do. Well, I mean, that was it was also hot. Wasn't that hot? <laughs> <laughs> when you're rocking with this thing, this thing, this this body generates a lot of heat. Okay, uh, I don't know. It, there was a breeze. It's a lot of friction. There was a breeze. It's a lot of friction between these folds. <laughs> this belly generates. It's a furnace. I feel like no. I feel like your uh, your belly has been a different belly every year. Yeah. I never know what to expect when yeah. I see it. Yeah. Um, I like to which keep is you guessing. exciting. Because <laughs> like when I the shirt like, comes off, it's like what belly is what he belly now? are we going to be dealing with? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Murr, I feel like people shit on. What's Sal? Sal if, is... If, if, Sal's if Q great. is the charming one. Yeah. And then you're like, everyone have fun. Sal's endearing. Sal is endearing. Sal's endearing. Yeah. 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 I, I would say I'm motivational. Uh-huh. Or like uh -huh. inspirational just to let go and be nuts. Uh-huh. And I think Murr is cute. He's our cute one. Okay. Where people are like, you know, you know, like yeah. in every sense of the word, not just looks, just like, oh, that's so, so adorable. He has like is a, better a baby. Word. He's like, yeah, he has He's a very adorable like adorable yeah. Yeah. qualities. So he's very, he comes across as very young and, and like innocent and fun yeah. and like that. He's got like a childlike quality. Yeah, until you meet him. Then it's, and gone. then you're like, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm just talking on paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, on <laughs> paper, you but us, then you meet him, you're away. like, serial killer. All of us. Yeah, it's like, these guys are not what I was That's the only for. reason here I felt threatened to not bring you here. Um, <laughs> I get that a lot. People don't want me to come places. Because yeah. like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just coming. Like, I I go to Target, and I'm like, excuse me, can you tell me where the paper towels are? And the oh. person, she's like, no, you're not getting me. And she'll walk away from me. I'm like, what are you, snake paper towels? I 100% get that instinct. I wouldn't wait on you. I wouldn't do anything if I saw you come in. My mom, by the way, who's a huge fan, yeah. is always like, I don't understand how they can still get away with what they do. Yeah. What? How do you? New York City. is. There's just so many people that there's come through. There's not that many people. Eight million people. I but mean, it's if the still... half people don't know us, it's four million people for the show. But I did one undercover show once in my life called Dog Bites Man. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we only did one season. And by the end of that season, already, we, it was like, because hard. Yeah. Well, let me tell you two things. Yeah. One, you were playing a very specific role in Dog Bites Man where you guys were newscaster. Yeah. So that is and very also, pigeonholes you. Well, and Zach every, Galifianakis was sort of already known a little bit, yeah. as was Matt Walsh. But and, then the thing with that is that you're always that. With us, I'm selling burgers. Right. I'm on the street. You know, it's, but I'm, you I'm guys are stuff. so popular. We have we have tricks to help produce the show in a way that yeah. we could sniff out people. We do sniff testy kind of things where, like, if it's Murr's turn, I'll walk by. Oh, uh, okay. If they don't recognize me, and then if they it. smell you, yeah. like if we do, like you know, we do focus groups and stuff all the time. Like yeah. we'll check each other's people in. Like oh, I'll and check then in see people. If they... Yeah, I'm like you're here for the focus group, and I'll say, okay, what group are you in? You're gonna oh, be in group A, and then I hand them the thing, and they walk in the room, and now Murr knows that these people don't know us. The biggest problem that we have yeah. is like if we're outside, we can't 
if we get finally catch somebody that yeah. we're talking to in a park, yeah. somebody will recognize us that, and come running over and be like, oh my God, Joe. And, and, yeah. and then you have to like come up with a reason why this person's flipped out. And you're like, oh, thank you. so." And some people get it instantly. Oh, thank you so much. It's good to see you. How's your kids? Good. And they'll walk away and I'm like, oh, my daughter goes to school with him. Other people are like, oh, what are you talking about? I have a kid. You're on Impractical <laughs> Jokers, a hidden camera television show. <laughs> we even actually started keeping stuff in the show, which I'm a big fan of, where people don't, when we know they recognize yeah. us and they don't believe they're on the show or they're talking about a show they don't know. My favorite one is we were working at a pawn, uh, pawn shop, P-A-W-N, uh-huh. and Sal and uh, Q were behind the counter. And uh-huh. This guy comes in and we start making him do something weird. And the guy legit goes to them, oh my God, you guys are so funny. You guys, are, you guys uh, ever see the show on Practical Jokers? Says this to Sal and Q. Oh so like, God. oh, we're, we're messy. He's like, and Sal's like, no. And he's like, yeah, he's like, there's these four guys, they're friends. He starts explaining the show to them, two stars of it. Oh. Then he goes, you guys got to see it. it's real. And then we we made them start talking. One of them talked shit about it. One of them loved right. it. And one and Q was like, no, nah, it sounds derivative. It doesn't sound very original. And Sal's like, I heard the ratings are unbelievable. I heard that they picked them up for next season, you know? So they're like messing so back funny. and forth. And then eventually he pulls up a picture of the this four of us. But it was in the season where Sal got a little more fat and Q got a little more skinny. So the picture didn't really line up. And he's explaining and he them. recognize. Pointing to them. Me and Mark come out the back and stand behind him. And we go... Oh, yeah, I know that show. It's good. He turns around and looks, and you see his mind be blown oh, on camera. I so got to see this. It's got, uh, you can find I, it in the clip. I'll send it, it to you. Yeah, yeah. But you, you, that exists in the world where That's people amazing. be like, it's like, it's insane. Because well, they, they don't, I mean, I know even in Dog Bites Man, we would go to small towns, yeah. was our thing, where people just would never imagine that exactly anyone right. would ever, especially this was so long ago before there was a lot of sort of those kinds of shows. Yeah. And we were playing a news team, but it wouldn't even occur to them that it, could be in their town, yeah. which worked on our. I imagine in our that favor. you guys laid a lot of groundwork that got edited out too, because oh, we did that too. Yeah. Like we'll talk normal to somebody I, for like five minutes. That's what people don't yeah. understand. And on our show, we would talk normal. We would be with people for hours, hours before you start. Before, yeah. and then there'd be one little weird part, and then pull back, pull back, yeah, and then hours, Sometimes hours, we hours, we pull, pull back. back. You yeah. know what I mean? And so then it would get clipped together, and yeah. it would make. You know, it would seem crazy. Yeah, especially in our focus group stuff, like when we show products. Yeah, like we'll show a weird product, and we'll just talk about something else, something normal, and then you just and that is part of the job is being able to just speak completely normally and like so boring. Yeah. And trying to, which I feel like you could nail. Yeah, I the do. Boring. I'm very boring. Yeah, I yeah. could talk about anything at nauseum. Um. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with Joe. All right, Tony, let's talk about some shoes. Do it, Rothy's. Yes, Rothy's shoes. Um, <laughs> yes, Rothy's <laughs> shoes. Um, I have been loving my Rothy's shoes, and I just found out something I didn't know about them recently because I wore them to a dog park with Fred, mm-hmm. and they got very dusty and dirty, and I was like, oh, fuck, why did I wear these? And uh, I realized that you can toss them in the washing machine, and they come out great. Like you can fully like wash them and they don't come out looking like, oh, they shouldn't have been washed or whatever. Right. That's they're, huge. Yeah. They're a, they're a, a miraculous shoe, it sounds like. Because from what I hear, too, they're made from uh, recycled water bottles is what I've heard, which sounds not cool. But then I hear they're great. They're really comfortable. And also they've got they have like cute patterns and stuff. And I like a cute shoe. They've like recycled like over 35 million water bottles already That's out great. of the landfills, which is absolutely amazing. Um, they also, um, one other weird thing that I really like, they ship them to you directly in the shoe box. So it's not like a box and then inside another mm. box because I have that guilt every time I order something and the packaging is like 19 times bigger than what the actual yeah. thing is. Mm-hmm. It literally gives me like anxiety. Um, so it's they've been pretty great, but you should go to uh, rothys.com, check out the amazing styles, rothys.com slash Andrea to get your new favorite shoe. Comfort style and sustainability, these are the shoes you've been waiting for. So go to rothys.com slash Andrea and check out the really cute stuff. R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com. Okay, so do you like games? Oh, champion, love games. Are you a game night person? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I throw, I throw once a, I throw a daily, a monthly game night. Daily, <laughs> daily game night. I'm always Christ. playing. Games. I'm really into it. I play a monthly, 
uh, a monthly game night at my home with friends, but then I throw a yearly Can casino I come to night one? parley. A casino night party. What's happening with your mouth? I'm sorry. Parley? A casino a, casino <laughs> a daily night parley? Par- Try to say casino night party fest. Casino night party. Casino yeah, you're night that's party. Why, that's casino why you're a great party. actress. And I'm just a doofus that goes around and tells <laughs> fart jokes with his friends. Okay? So I'm, someone's made it. Well, I don't know if I can claim that I'm too far from <laughs> fart jokes with my friends when it's buttholes yeah. with my acquaintances. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, I throw a casino night party once a year. What do you do, though, on your monthly game night? Monthly game night, we do uh, I Our, love a game listography is a big one we play, oh, which I, I would highly recommend. It's okay. an easy one. doesn't matter how many players you have. and only needs a pen and, pe- uh, you know, pen and paper, Yeah, which is great. I'm familiar with a pen and paper. Uh, yeah. Are any of the jokers at this or just... No. Oh, other friends. No, sometimes Mark comes, oh. but I do. I do other friends. You have other friends, like two other ones. Yeah, really? No. How many other friends do you have? Um, probably. I used to have a lot more. Oh, why yeah. do you think you've lost them? Uh, marriage, kids, yeah. and my career. Yeah. Just no, I get never that. Never around. Which you is, have no time. Which is tough, but I definitely still have. Stro- the good thing was getting more accomplished or famous in later in life. You've already established mm-hmm. really strong relationships. Yeah. Like I wasn't on TV till I was like thirty-four. So yeah. you already have your. Strong core group. group yeah your core group but i'm a big family guy too like my sisters are my best friends you know like we we hang out with family Aww. a lot yeah so sweet <laughs> <laughs> do you know them <laughs> How, older sisters older i'm the younger baby boy oh do they love you so much so much oh yeah. that's really sweet i have four brothers three are younger oh okay and they're they're my babies so you're second in line mm-hmm. you're older brother. i'm second in line. also you got the best of both worlds you have older brother and younger brothers i have older and younger that's great yeah and That's they're fantastic. Great. Do you see the difference? Well, it's your podcast. I don't know. No, please. <laughs> Do you see the difference between how your older brother is mm-hmm. and your younger brothers are? Because I, this is why I ask. I wanted a daughter first. I've had older sisters, and I feel like it makes a young boy appreciate women and teaches gentlemanly like product. Uh, I 100% things. think it does that. So 100%. Yeah. Um, my older brother is like three and a half years older than me but he the, all my brothers are the sweetest yeah. nicest guys uh, completely yeah. like i'm way more like uh, like uh, like aggro than they are they like are. they're all yeah. just loves okay, yeah quick, they're all like so great guys google aggro <laughs> yeah google google aggro two seconds um do you want to take a break Google Do you want to take aggro? a break while you Google aggro? <laughs> what is it going to be, 45 minutes? Um, all right. So on here, I try to find sometimes the most horrifying games I can get sure. for people to play. And I've prided myself on making people answer some of their most uncomfortable questions. But first, <laughs> For <before> me? I, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a I know. That's, that's literally, I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, honestly. This I mean, I talk first... about my dead parents in interviews. <laughs> oh, that's nothing compared to what we're about to do. Okay, let's do it. Um... <laughs> Well, first, uh, I was going to just do some Would You Rathers because I'm I'm a Would You Rather fan. Would You Rathers, great. Um, you're like, give it to me. I don't give a shit. Well, our new... Our, oh, well, oh, It'll yes. sound like a plug, yeah. No, but I'm I was going to ask you about your new... Because you have a new game yeah, our show. Our new game show, The Misery Index, is kind of like a, a take on what That's you what rather. I... When you were telling me about yeah. it, it's going to be on TBS. It's on Tuesdays on TBS. Yep. Starting? Uh, starts October 22nd. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, Would You Rather... Wear a stranger's dirty underwear for a day um, or use a stranger's toothbrush for a day. Where am I wearing the underwear? Just all day. Where am I wearing it? Just regular? Where are you wearing it? Yeah. Like not on my on head your or butt. anything. On your butt. Oh, not Like wearing... on your body where you wear underwear. Yeah, wear the underwear for sure. Really? 100%. Why? It doesn't go in you. Besides you get a wedgie, but besides that, that's not happening. You put okay. The, you put the toothbrush in your mouth, that's in you. What if that person has some sort of uh, sexually transmitted disease that's been oozed all over their underwear? Do you know how that works? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, it, you might not get it, but that, that like, or crabs. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Well, crabs could live in the linens. Yeah. Mm. Well, no. That's just like the speed of which you... Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the toothbrush, the thing about the toothbrush is mm-hmm. that... Well, the toothbrush also you don't know how old it is, so that could be multiple mouth uses. Where the the toilet, the uh, underwear is a one day one day wear. You don't know where this underwear has started or ended. Mm. You okay. just so quick. I, now I'm starting to think that maybe you wear other people's underwear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, would then um, would you rather never wash your sheets or never wash your towels? Never wash my towels. Because sheets, 
Mm-hmm. If you you ever have an itchy sheet, oh, that just sucks. An itchy sheet yeah, from being dirty. Itchy sheet, yeah. Well, whatever. Just like a she- I feel like they're gonna get crunchy, right? I sleep with five dogs. Five yeah, dogs. Yeah, my do- my wife and five dogs. So it's a lot. <laughs> I'm happy you didn't say yeah. my wife and four dogs. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. No, that would yeah, be she's, terrible. Yeah, she's wonderful. She's gonna listen to this. She likes you. Um, oh, tell me more. <laughs> I am gonna go with never wash my sheets. Okay, interesting. Because Why? I think I can wear a towel or some outfit to make it so my body's never touching the sheet. I don't like a mildewy, smelly towel. I hate that too. Yeah, like that to me is That's worse. you I feel can't. dirty after you've just showered. Totally. I don't want to. Here, here's something you're not even thinking about. Just air yeah. dry. Don't use a towel. You can't not use a sheet. Yeah, but you can. You can just dress in like a fucking full hoodie whatever so your body's never touching the sheet wash those clothes the sheets never get dirty so now you're sleeping in a full full sleeping bag oh oh, sure that seems much easier than just air drying (laughs) yeah I can't air I've got to wash my I've got to dry my hair I have a thick hair yeah but you don't use a towel you use a blow dryer no, but first you got a towel dry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know how long it would take time. if I just went straight to the blow dryer? Yeah, do you know how long it's going to take to get dressed every night to go to bed? Honey, let me just slip into something more comfortable. <laughs> there goes sex. Oh, yeah, no. I would never have sex again. Uh, yeah, and sex we'd have to only do in other rooms. Other rooms. On the towels. <laughs> on the towels. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather have no sense of smell or have a sense of smell that's so strong that you could smell everything within, let's say, 200 feet? As if it was right in front of your face. That feels like a superpower. You ask me if I want to be super, if I want to be a superhero or not. I'm going superhero. I like to smell everything. You want to smell everything? Yeah. You work closely with three. I imagine not always smelling great, man. <laughs> you want that to just be so like no, well, so I, aggressive. I mean, I feel, well, I know someone for real. Uh-huh. You also know, actually, oh. that doesn't have a sense of smell at all. Has a birth thing, has a, doesn't have a sense of smell. Uh-huh. And you can't really have a taste. And Exactly. Taste gets it. Yeah. And don't you like to eat? Don't you like to- sm- Look at me. Yes, I like to eat. <laughs> I mean, that's I like me asking you if you like to dress sporty. Um, do I like to dress sporty? Yeah. That's, like, that's, that's it. The answer is yes. <laughs> um, so I, I, I imagine I rather- Because that really doesn't- Well, that's going to affect your stuff too, right? Yeah. Because like if something has too much onion or something- that it, That's what I'm saying. That's I know when I was that's, pregnant- That's your first one that's tough. Oh, well, yeah, well, first, well, you're welcome. That's Finally, first something <laughs> yeah. to stump the master. Because when I was pregnant, you get a like freakish sense of smell. I don't know if your wife had that. Yeah, she did. Like Spider-Man sense yes. of smell. Yeah. It's not great. There's no winner in that one. I would have to say no. the lesser of two. Would you rather are not supposed to have a winner? Well, there's clear winners horrible. in the other two. There was clear winners in the really? other two. Really? Yes. Wearing, a, wearing another man's underwear was a win? First of all, you never said it was man's. <laughs> okay well now i see where the quick the yeah. quick uh decision making <laughs> when you were at nordstrom did yes. you ever uh try on women's underwear at nordstrom yeah no not at nordstrom but other times oh, of course every every guy's tried on women's of underwear course. one time just to see what it feels like one time has felt done it at times okay i was yeah, like you could, you could please, play it back i time. said at times okay yeah, i'd love sure. to tony please make sure we play back that yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think he said one time and then yeah. immediately at called times, out yeah. okay um, are you familiar with the the game Fuck Mary Kill? Yeah, FMK, sure. Yeah, I like to soften it up and make it MMM, Mary, Make Love, Murder. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, isn't that nice? M cubed. Now you work with three coworkers, mm-hmm. um, so let's break it down: Make Love, Murder, Mary, uh, Q, yep, Sal, yep, and Mur. That's the answer. Really? What the, what's the order you said? You said Q, right for. I would make love oh, to Q, why I would, would murder make, Mari, and I would marry Sal. Why would you make love to Q versus marry Q? I, murder, mur, I get, that's clear. Yeah. Um, but the other two, what makes you want to make love to one and murder the other? Uh, because I feel like Q would be horrible to be married to. And why? I feel like Sal would be fun to be married to. In what way? Um, because Q could be a little moody. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. it's a little much. Okay. He's also very, he's very good looking and it'd be jealousy issues. Really? You know, you know I'd be afraid people can take my mans. <laughs> okay. Uh, with Sal, no, 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 Sal just looks like a better cuddler. So yeah. that's really what it breaks down to. Like you also have to, you know, with marriage, you just cuddle. But, you also, but yeah. also you have to make love in your marriage. Yeah, but you could do that, you know, you, you're married. You yeah. Know, you could do that once every six years. So. Mm, I feel like, I, <laughs> I feel like you're Sal's going to want more of, than that. <laughs> I feel like if Sal's going to be right. part of this, he's going to want to have a healthy sex life. <laughs> yeah, you're true. No, but I think like 
I think like Sal is like he has very much like you'd want to go to dinner. Yeah, he he's domestic, like he's very domesticated. Yeah, yeah. Q's more of a stray cat. Yeah, he yeah. but wild like pa- wild panther. Wild panther yeah. for one night of yeah. just let's yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Now when I thought. Quinn was coming. I had some questions for you guys to see how well you knew each other. Uh, yeah. So. That's not going to work. No. Unless you want me to. Brian, do you want to play? Oh, sure, I'll play it. <laughs> I, I feel like we're going to get every answer I right. I can't hear you do that again. <laughs> that horrible, horrible. I don't know what you're talking about. And Brian is taking it to heart that you're making fun of his voice so much. Well, Brian's voice is uh, scratchy, screechy. Um, Thank uner- you. Somewhat feminine. It's a little Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, it has a Doubtfire edge. Yeah, he prides um, himself on it. Actually, what uh, you were talking about? How like the pawn shop didn't know who you were. Who do people think? What celebrity do people think you Steve are? Steve Carell, hands down. Oh yeah, I got a story. Oh yeah, my okay. wife's pregnant. We're driving home to uh-huh. from Manhattan to. Uh, uh, to go home, she's hungry. Yeah. She's hungry. I said, "Let me stop at Pret de Manger." Okay, which is uh, I, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar. It's like a I thought foods. it was Pret de Manger. Yeah, some people say that if they're okay. a little uppity, so we'll go with Manger. Uh, <laughs> you know, from the streets, Pret de Manger. Pret de Manger. Yeah, Oof, I don't. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> Google it. I'll wait 45 minutes. So they uh, uh, we'll park outside, and it, it's basically just a sandwich shop yeah. in in the city. Yeah. I run in, and uh, as I'm shopping uh-huh. in the, towards the front of the store, a woman from outside had seen me come in, asked for me for a picture. Yeah. I take a picture with the lovely lady as a fan, do a selfie. Thank you so much for watching. Go ahead and do it. And as I see the girl behind the counter look at me uh-huh. and get like, first I'm like, like, okay, oh, so, okay. All right, so I, I just fill up the cart and I walk over and I, you know, I put everything down. She's like, oh my God. She's like, I'm so sorry to do it. She's like, but I loved you and Bruce Almighty. And I'm wow. Like, oh. And then she's like, and I, The Office was my favorite show. So I don't sound like him, and I could kind of look like him. So I was just like, okay. And then I just like started <laughs> just nodding my head and moving my hands. In a Steve Carell like, fashion. Would you mind if we take a picture with the, uh, we all take a picture with you? I was like, yeah. So I go behind the counter of Pret the Manger with 14 employees, take the picture. They give me my stuff for free. I, all of them thought you were Steve Carell. All of them thought I was Steve Carell across the board. They were all telling me my favorite moments from the office. I get in the car and I leave and I laugh. And I'm like, you know what? This is really funny. I should tweet this. Yeah. So I tweet I tweet a thank you to Steve Carell. I say, thank you, Steve. You just got me free lunch at Brett the Manger. They thought I was you. Yep. Steve writes back. Steve wrote back on Twitter. He said, you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for the laughs from your show. Oh. Watch our show, which I thought was really cool. That This is where it takes a turn. Oh, boy. Brett the Manger joins, yeah. <laughs> joins a convo uh-huh. and says, hey, glad that you guys are such fans of Pret. Would love to send you a black card to eat free for life. Give us your information, Steve. <laughs> so, so well played so, by the way so well played so well played that's why nobody knows how to pronounce their names right so that i i'm like okay so i don't get a free no black card to eat for life Pre- you're not steve correct i'm not but they didn't know that in fret so that but they got, knew that by the time they were good go- when they and, were yep. tweeting back at that's you right. they were like fuck this guy yeah yep so um had anyone ever told you that before that day that was the first time I way I found out that it was. So and you just went. You were just like, great. I'm going to sign some autographs. Yeah. Oh no, that things. I look like Steve. I thought yeah. you meant that I knew that Steve watched the show. Oh no, 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 no that uh, you look like Steve. I know. I got. It. I get that a lot. Really? I get that a lot. Yeah. I my mannerisms like him and our humor, our delivery is very similar. And if you watch clips of The Office with like the looks to camera and stuff, I'm kind of known for that in Jokers with the. Yeah. I look a lot like that. I do that. So you're like, and I'm also very awkward. Michael. Because of the show. Yeah, yes. I'm like Michael Scott. You're like Michael Scott, yeah. not really like Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's great. <laughs> no, it's probably not. You know what I mean? That's no, probably not. That's like, not you're like, my mannerisms, the way yeah. I speak. Yeah, the weird the awkwardness weir- yeah, that I crush. Yeah, kind that. of a monster. Yeah. A lovable monster, yeah, lovable. But, yeah. but not necessarily great. Thank you very much for saying the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I could see the Steve Carell. Yeah. Because I, I imagine when you, are, when you guys are out shooting, there are times where people think they recognize you, but think you're someone else. 100%. We, that's why, actually, we had to stop doing teams so much. Yeah. If you notice later in seasons, because oh, two yeah, of us yeah. together, it's, that solves the mystery. What You can't look like Joe and Sal. Yeah. You kind of look like that guy Except from that TV. Except that one guy yeah. from the pawn shop yeah, who yeah. was like... Yeah, that was like, we're all lined up. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no. But no, there was, there's a, there's a thing when it's just one of you that you could, yeah. you could talk your way around it who do people think like sal is is there someone like each of you always gets confused um, with does he have a steve corral no well when 
What, Q uncannily looked like Rosie O'Donnell when he was fat and had what? long hair back in the day. We actually did an episode where what? we used Rosie on the show. Uh-huh. That they're side by side dressed as the, she's the Q two. We we surprised him with a guest host, and you should you should watch that so, oh, the, totally side by side it. dressed in the same outfit. It is unreal. All time, not not anymore. Now I will say that's not great for Rosie. <laughs> it's not. She like, that's not what a lady wants to hear. No, she was a champion. To hear. She was a fan of the show. She was great. She was, she came, she was a great sport. And okay. they, it, side by side, uh-huh. it was unbelievable. I got Back it. In the, okay. it was, I think I, it was like I'm season two. I'm going to pull up, I'm going to look at this. Yeah, if you, if you Google side by side, you could. Oh, is this Yeah, it? look at that. Oh Isn't that insane? My God. By the way, she looks really cute and yeah. feminine. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually more on cue. 100%. We put God, them in I red. I forgot how much heavier he was. Yeah, he was big. Yeah. 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 Well, we don't have to get He's a big fat fuck. We're both saying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A grotesque. Human. No, I wasn't yeah. saying that. Yeah. Very rotund. Husky. Listen, everyone's shifting year to year. I never know. You know what that, I mean? Well, that's a problem. We've aged on television. Do you yeah. see? If you can put up, look at what I look like. We just did our 200th episode and for like part Jesus of it to talk Christ. about it, they showed us like what we look like in season one, four young bucks out there doing their oh. thing to to like now it looks like Golden Girls where we're out there trying <laughs> to- Dare to dream. Yeah. Four Blanches out there just fucking their way oh, through the business. Oh, God. I love the Golden Girls. Me too. Um, what year did you guys start? We started in 2011. Okay, so it's been eight years. Eight years. That's yeah. not that. I mean, you guys shouldn't have aged this much. Well, th- we're in our peak aging years as men. Oh, that's true. Yeah, if you Google it, 34 yeah. to 44s. Now, I will say you guys have kind of fucked my show over. Bad. Uh, yeah. In terms of what the network expects, like how many <laughs> Everybody episodes. Everybody yells at us about that. <laughs> because you like produce like 20,000 episodes. Oh, we have 26 episodes a season. Season, I, it takes me 13 months to do 10 and the network's constantly furious and constantly like, we don't understand. The Jokers do a thousand episodes every week. And I'm like, yeah, they can all suck my dick. And, you know, uh, yeah, you're not making this easy on any of us. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Hey, guys, I know I've talked about this before, but have you guys heard of an app called Noom? N-O-O-M? It's basically a health program app. Um, And this is the time of year where we all made our resolutions. We've all stuck with them a little. (laughs) My bed has not been made as much as it should be. Noom is an app and it basically it's for eating better, having more energy, enjoying exercise again. And it comes at it from a cognitive therapy approach. So it gives you personalized courses to figure out why you do the things you do to undermine your health, et cetera. And it gives you the tools to break the bad habits. It's pretty incredible. And it's completely personalized for you. You're assigned your own goal specialist who helps you through the program. And that designs personalized courses to help you reach your specific goals. Um, Also, it knows that everyone's busy It doesn't demand a ton of your time. It only is literally 10 minutes a day. And it's not only about losing weight. That's not what I'm looking to do necessarily. Um, I use it for stress management and what, you know, uh, dietary and beneficial health foods. And they have tons of articles and resources that you can search through and gives you tons of incredible information about just how to manage your health better. Um, over 80% of Noom users finish the program and over 60% have stuck with their goals for at least one year, which is pretty incredible when we're talking about health and weight goals, because we know those are the first ones to always go. So it's the perfect time to make a step towards healthier habits. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, that's N-O-O-M.com slash savage to start your trial today. Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash savage. All right. You know that I like games. So let's talk best fiends. And that's fiends, not friends. Um, It is an app that I got a little while ago that I think I talked about before. And I have been playing it a ton. I will admit I am over level 100 at this point. And I've collected lots of fiends, um, which is super exciting. I, I'm not great at explaining how games work, but it's it's one of those games that's like progressive and each level gets 
a little different and harder and you you earn new fiends and you go up in levels and you earn points and you earn keys. It's a super fun game. I use it when I'm passing time. I was at the dentist yesterday waiting in the waiting room and you know, I like games. I like to play little things. It keeps my mind going. And it's this one's super fun and it's challenging, but it's not crazy crazy challenging uh where you want to kill yourself. Um so it's best fiends, not friends. Um, and um, it has over 100 million downloads. So um, go to the App Store and download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's Fiends, friends without the R. Uh, I think you're enjoy it. Bye. Um, if you had to come up with of the most imaginative insult for me, what would you say? If I was insulting you? Yeah. Oh, I'm not like the that. most imaginative insult. Oh, what? what about to Jennifer? Oh, her? Oh, fuck her. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tony? Uh, um, uh, well, I'm, I'm not. Well, here's the thing about me. I'm kind. Yeah, like, I know you are. Yeah. And that's what I like about you guys. And that's, by the way, not to toot my own horn, but what I like about me and my, uh, my show as well. Yeah. Is I am a like a nice person. I don't like be. We don't. We're not mean yeah. about people. We don't make fun of other people. We make fun of me and yeah. other. You know whatever. And I fuck with people, but it's like there's a kindness underneath yeah. it. Like I don't like a dark, mean, mean. Yeah. Humor. That's why we always make yeah. ourselves the yeah. butt of every joke. You know, we do that our whole time. But I grew up like I. I don't get me wrong, like because I'm Italian too. So if somebody yeah. pisses me off, I could just like go off and like a second. And sometimes I have to reel it in. What's like, when's we call, the we last say time you snapped? I don't know if I want to tell the story. I'll tell you a story later. I don't, I don't want to tell okay. it on the podcast. All right. But I right. basically told an old lady in <gasps> an old lady. Yeah, an old lady in Whole Foods that she could go fuck herself. <laughs> I can't we'll talk offline. Imagine yeah. No, no, I didn't scenario. say go fuck yourself. I said I said, Oh, shut up and get the fuck out of here. <gasps> I yelled at her. Yeah. I can't imagine what an old lady I don't want to tell you. you. I don't want to talk Well, you already it. talked about I it. I told an old woman that she could, in Whole Foods in Long Island, <laughs> as she was driving away, that she could shut up and get the oh, driving. out of here. Well, her husband was driving and she was hanging out the window flipping me off. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a parking thing, like a no, driving. No, it started inside. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a whole thing. I don't want to tell the story <laughs> about how when I was trying to check out uh-huh. while my, my newborn son was in the car screaming oh, and my wife wanted, my wife just had, and she was dealing uh-huh. with a little bit of depression. She yeah. just had a kid. My two kids are in the car and she really wanted Beyond Burger. So uh-huh. I ran into Whole Foods Bias to get them and there was a line uh-huh. and the woman stopped and, and pointed at me in the face and went, oh, I know you. Oh. Like this with the finger <laughs> with too. The she finger did one of those. right in your face. And I'm trying to keep a low profile because I'm trying to get out of the yeah. store and I'm online. And then now a conversation starts between her and the cashier and she goes, who are you to me? Now oh. I have to explain who yeah. I am. I was <laughs> like, I'm just a guy trying to buy some Beyond uh, burgers. burgers. And she smacks out me. She goes, you know, this is one of the guys you watch on TV, this boy. She calls me a boy. <laughs> I said, I said, uh, uh, no, I said, yeah. She goes, take a, come on, you got to take a picture, she says. And I said, ma'am, I don't have to. I'm just actually trying to get out of here yeah. real quick. And she goes, oh, you're much nicer on television. That's the next thing she says. And I said, okay. I said, well, oh. that's your opinion, but I'm just trying to get out of here. Yeah. And now the girl's like, wait, I don't know the show. And I took the scanner oh, and beeped it myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I have to, you know, I have to leave. Yeah. And then she's like, come on, come on. I'm not taking no. And she pushes her <gasps> husband next to me and snaps a picture. And then as I walk as i got to go she she decides to throw one more insult at me before they leave <laughs> and What's her end now game? i'm like okay so now they leave and now i'm simmering very bad and i get back to the car and my son is screaming yeah at this point because yeah. I, you know, and i just come in my wife's like oh is everything i said like, let's go and i'm loading in the car and they were pulling out of the spot next to me and they walked by and she rolled down a window decided to say you know we're not gonna watch your show anymore and i this is what i said i said i don't give i don't give a shit get the fuck out of here <laughs> And she was yeah. hanging out the window, flipping me off. Yeah. That was probably the meanest I was in type of a scenario, but yeah. also like I'm a human. So but that that's was, the thing yeah. is like, cause you're, I've seen how you are with people. You are the nicest, most gracious. Yeah, I try. But it's like, there are times in life when you're a human, you're a human whose yeah. kids are screaming yeah. and your wife is having postpartum issues yeah. and you just need to get Th- that was out it. of the store. Yeah. And yeah, that was, that was, that was hands down my Worst interaction with the fandom. Well, I can't wait to hear the story off air. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I don't want to tell you about it. Totally, no. Yeah. I, I get. This I get why you wouldn't to want. You by Whole Foods. <laughs> I get why you wouldn't want it. The worst insult I think somebody ever told me that they, someone had said to them was, 
You look ugly when you smile. Oh, that's bad. Right? That's bad. Because that just... gives you, that also, that does long term damage. Because oh. every time you're happy, you feel ugly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that stuck with me. Someone told me that like 12 years ago, and yeah. it has stuck with me because I'm like, that really is fucked yeah. up. Yeah. I'm... I never really got insulted. I, yeah. I, I, I have a quick wit, and I yeah. and when I was younger, Brag. I had a problem with me. I got, I got sharp. Brag. Yeah, a little bit. So I was like sharp with my tongue. Yeah. And I would say it fast and not yeah. think about what I was saying. Yeah. And I really was like, didn't think about the implications of it and stuff. Yeah. And I ended, I was, you know, when I was younger, I was like a mathlete. Like I said, I was a geek. Yeah. I got bullied. Yeah. And that became my defense mechanism. Yeah. So people, I was too quick for people to make fun of me verbally because mm-hmm. I would be able to tear them apart. So that kind of, I really didn't get insulted a lot in a yeah. normal sense. I knew what I looked like. I didn't care. I always owned that I looked like a dork with a big nose and then I ended up being like a guy with a big belly. Like I didn't care. I was always, Sal gives me the compliment, which is, the, this actually might be the best insult I ever have. He yeah. says, you're way too confident for the body you have and I admire it. That's what he says about me. That's what he says about me. He says that all the time. He's like, you, he's like, I wish I had your confidence because I have almost the same body. <laughs> First of all, we're joking about, but like I, and I'm not blowing spot. I think you are a handsome oh, thank you. man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's again, be- you know how to, you worked at Nordstrom, you know how to dress that's and you dress. know how to dress that's for your dress. skin and eyes. Yeah. But I also don't mind like flaws. Like I don't care. I love flaws. I, and people, I well, celebrate Well, in comedy, you have to yeah. celebrate your flaws yeah. and you can't be worried about looking cool or looking older, yeah. like all that stuff. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta go with it. So you, you guys, obviously you're, you make your career on enjoying yourselves and hanging out with your friends and making each other laugh. Yes, we're very fortunate. You're very fortunate. But also you are over 40, you are married, you have kids. Some of this podcast is about being a grown-up mm-hmm. and balance in your life and what did you think being a grown-up was going to be? Definitely. Did you have any fear about growing up like especially being in comedy? Like it, it's going to affect you. You're not going to be as funny. Like responsibility, then you're not allowed yeah. to be free, and then you'll, you know, was that ever like a fear of yours? It no, was a, I, I think th- a fear of mine. I think to the type of comedy that I do, yeah, and then the effect it would have with my children watching it. I think that was the thing. Oh, interesting. So I wanted to be the kind of guy that my mm-hmm. kids could be proud of the comedy that I made yeah. and the choices I made. And did you have that in your head before you had kids, like your future no. imaginary children, or nope. just once you started having nope. kids? When you had a kid and yeah. I made a joke, and I was like, oh, I don't want my daughter to hear me say that. Yeah. So I remember the first time I edited something out of the show, because I work on the edit, too. Yeah. I was like, I looked at it, and I was like, I don't want that out there. And I took that out, and I think two years prior, it was very funny, Yeah. two years prior, and it was it's part of the you know our show is kind of fortunate our type of comedy because other people are making you say it yeah you're doing you it you're competing say, to win yeah, yeah. you have to do it there's license to say things yeah but I think that the first time I did that I was like oh and then because yeah. legacy has always been a thing for me that was always my uh-huh. word what's my legacy well, growing up and I didn't have kids and yeah. I didn't, wasn't sure if I was going to have any I didn't meet my wife till later in life yeah I uh, wasn't sure if I was going to have any. When she we got together, we didn't even know we wanted them yeah um, and we were fine not having them and we were uh-huh. fine adopting or yeah. whatever later in life so. I think that was a big thing that's always been in my mind. Legacy from uh, me and Murray used to talk about it. me and Murray yeah. used to do this thing which is really f- weird and pretty cool at the same time that every year we'd make up a New Year's Eve we would get together and make up a plan, a motivational plan. And it would have three different sections, what we wanted to work on all year, what we wanted to change about ourselves and all that stuff. I and, think it's important. I used to go away every New Year's with a group of comedy friends oh, and big you know, like I don't know, ten or twelve of us would go to Mexico for like a week and all people we just fuck around all the time but we would have one night where we'd all be very earnest Great. about like thoughts of that year hopes for the next year yeah. what we want to work on what we feel good about and we'd have like a very earnest yeah. talk and I actually miss it because the trip's kind of falling apart with everyone married you know what I mean it just starts yeah. falling apart yeah. but I think that's it's important and I think that's a grown up thing for two guys yeah. to be able to especially guys who do what you do and you have a history, you've been friends forever yep. to just be like, let's, you know, talk about something serious. Yeah. And then two minutes later, fuck around, fuck around again. Yeah. And it's funny because you, we would give feedback to each other too. Yeah. And you know, that's what Mer and I are super close. Yeah. Mer and I live together and everything. And I don't know if you knew that. Now we, we did when we, oh. uh, when we first, we moved into Manhattan okay. together. We got our first grown up apartment together. Oh, wow, wow. It was a 750, 750 square foot apartment yeah. with a shared bathroom and my room didn't have a window. But cool, cool, that's cool. where Bessie moved into. She moved over from California. Wow. We were roommates for three years, the three of us. The three of you? Yeah, which is interesting. God bless her. Um, yeah. So, so 
we like Murray knows me probably in a level the other guys yeah. don't, and they know, know me well. very well. Yeah. So it's very odd for that too. But we'd be very honest with each other, and each year it'd be funny to like congratulate each other, be like, yeah. "You take that off your list. You you've accomplished that." That's because awesome. we talked about like personality traits, things yeah. you need to work on as far as how you your outlook, you know, things like that. Like really, and that takes a special relationship. Hundred percent. It's yeah. important to have that yeah, person in your life, and he's like that with me too. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to be that person for you. I, that's why I came yeah. today. To, I feel like we're well on our way. Yeah, I mean, because I have a I lot of say, notes on your personality. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I like you much better than I. You give a terrible first impression. Your what? second and third, yeah, that's horrendous. <laughs> your second and third impressions are so much better. I can't wait for your fourth impression. I'm trying to think of the first time we met. It was at the truth thing. Oh, you know what? That uh, <laughs> that could have been just <laughs> uh, that could have been the problem. That could have been the problem. Uh, that was a rough rough night for me because um, I just driven in the car for three hours for a two hour dinner. <laughs> Two days before we started shooting season one. And I was like, what am I doing, doing here? here yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, that was kind of crazy. But also, I'm pretty sure I was delightful and you just didn't get it. Yeah, That, um, that was probably it. That was probably it. You probably, probably just it. didn't get it. I, I think that's probably it, yeah. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, what is something you can brag about for yourself? Because I think it's important to know what you're really fucking good at. Funny, like whatever. We've got everything from serious to funny. Like, what's something that you're like? I know I'm fucking good at this, and I'm better at this than other people. I'm a problem solver. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I help people work things out. I'm a good consigliere. Okay. When yeah. People come to give advice because I'm brutally honest with people, and yeah, people know that I shoot straight, so it's yeah. kind of like not like a thing with me. I have people know that about me, uh-huh. so when I say shit like that's fucking wrong. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> People be like, you're right. That's not, you know, so like, yeah. I think that, that helps. And I think that's probably one of the things yeah. I would say. I and also like to make sure that I say hi to kids, fan, uh, children that are fans of the show. Stop, take yeah. a moment and do that because that's I got burnt important. by that growing up and it really, it stuck with my whole who life. Didn't, uh, I missed you... an opportunity with Amazing Jonathan when I was oh, in Atlantic okay. City. Uh, my parents dropped me off at the game room uh-huh. while we had seen him and they left me and went in the elevator uh-huh. with him and he got in the elevator <laughs> and they went up and they came back and they were excited to tell me that and it crushed me that I didn't get to meet him oh. and say so I remember yeah. that feeling of yeah. that was like he was so like cool. my idol yeah. like, I, at that time I was like kind of like into magic yeah. and like I loved comedy he, yeah. his show blew me away it's like one of the ones I was like oh my god this is amazing yeah. and <laughs> amazing Jonathan and um I, I remember that feeling yeah. and that feeling never left me. So I make sure to stop and kids go through a lot of shit. You, you hear yeah. online, people reach out and, and say- And it makes a huge difference yeah. in a kid's life. Yeah, it, it does. really does. It does. You could really, you know, you yeah. hear all the time people, yeah. now, you know what is in comedy, the, the notes you get and stuff where people are like, you saved my life, you made me feel like yeah. it's good to laugh again. Like that yeah. stuff's not lost on me. Um, if you had uh, if something that you'd like to work on about yourself. Um, my patience, I think. I okay. think I need to work on and also my uh, r- trying to figure out how to be a good husband in this life that's been thrown on me and my wife yeah I think that's important it's I'm hard. away a lot you're away a lot I'm yeah. away a lot yeah and it's not fair to her she's super supportive yeah but like today they had to go pumpkin picking without me and yeah. she's just lonely pumpkin picking with the two kids and I'm getting pictures and yeah it doesn't make you feel good uh-huh so I gotta figure out the balance of that a little bit and yeah. the challenge there is that it's that's the one thing my four best friends can't help me with, right? Yeah. Nobody Not, gets it. Nobody has nobody gets it. You. And I don't have anybody that I'm close with that could get that. Yeah. Nobody else has oh, the life. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so that's that's probably a little bit. That's yeah. probably one thing I need to. All right. That on. that makes sense. Well, yeah. now that you and I are sort of as close as you are with. Yeah. Pretty much the same. We should do our I've motivational got, plan. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I've got my notes for you. I hope you have your notes for me. <laughs> I understand what it's like to have to work and be a family. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I will say that's the one thing about the industry that's pretty cool. We meet a lot of people that are comedians and, yeah. and tour and deal with it. And I do click with yeah. certain people a little bit more and, and than others. And there are some people I could like even just talk to about it. Not necessarily yeah. get advice from, but just like vent and hear and, yeah. and talk about stuff. So that's, that is kind of interesting to hear. And that's a good takeaway that I get from yeah. people, you know. Um. All right. Uh, you've got the new show starting. Yeah. I got season nine of Impractical Jokers coming back next year. I got the Impractical Jokers cruise, cruise that goes in what, February. Which did not even talk about yeah. that you guys yeah. go on a cruise. With our fans. I, what happens on that? We get trapped on a boat with fans for twenty five. And do you fuck with them? Fans. Are you like trying we hang out? We basically no, no, we're not trying to do anything. Everybody, okay. everybody knows, knows that who we're you fans. are. Yeah, so we basically just we bring on a bunch of comedians, a bunch of musicians. We karaoke. We play games. We put on shows. We hang out. We sunbathe. How many days is this? It's five days. 
Wow. Yeah, September, this one's February 10th to the 14th, leaving out of Miami. Ooh, Valentine's, yeah. Day. Valentine's Day. Do yeah, you make love with one of lucky guests? One lucky guest. Yeah, one lucky guest gets to make love. <laughs> to each of you to or each? one of you no, is chosen No, but then each they have cruise. to marry one of us and kill one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Murr. They just each time, just murder, murder, murder. Can't believe he gets back from each cruise. I know. We have to I bring don't... him back every time. <laughs> well, I'm thrilled that um, our True TV weird work retreat. Yeah. Has turned us into the closest of friends. Of friends. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate you taking the time because I know I kind of invited myself to do this, and you really <laughs> said okay. Like that no, was really but great. I was like, this will be great because especially in the roster of people that you have, it's like oh, and this guy came too, and it kind of feels like it's a sponsorship deal well, with True TV. I, like you need True to have TV one pay, person is paying me for gotcha. this. Then there you go. Great. Yeah, that's great. the only reason. <laughs> At first, you brought it up, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. and then I was like, hey, um, Brett, listen, Joe. Invited himself to my podcast. Yeah, um, so. What? How much <laughs> is it worth? You? Yeah, just a, uh, I'm at a money, money f- signal with my fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Higher than you'd think. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, yeah. you got the right one. Yeah, I bring in the cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so delightful to um, have you here, and I look forward to the next time I'll see you at some weird event. Yes, and we'll uh, hang out. It'll be wonderful. Thank It'll you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Tony. Hi. You're back. I'm back. How much did you miss me? I'm going to be honest, and I don't feel good about saying this. <laughs> I was looking forward to seeing you today. I missed you. I missed you. I don't think that's true. That's yeah, all right. You were out living your best life. Uh, there's a lot of bragging on your social media. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for finally following me on Instagram. <laughs> Still not on Twitter, I don't think. Do, but, do I know, not? I don't think so. I don't follow a lot of people. I really don't. Yeah, well. You and know. I also don't spend a lot of time on it. I don't love I don't love being on the social media all the time. It doesn't I mean, it doesn't make me feel great. Yeah. I, I understand that. And that's mostly good following for you. you doesn't make me feel great, is what I mean. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um I feel like you there was a lot of people are chanting my name. Andrea <laughs> Savage, why don't you take a page out of this book? Yeah. Well, you want I me to like, fucking chant your name when you get in here? I mean, would it would it hurt you? Yeah, All actually, right. it would hurt. I, I I also I have no idea why that started happening. That it had never been a thing before. I think I know why. I think it's got a little something to do with buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, then wouldn't they chant buttholes? No, because they're not animals. I haven't seen you in 2020. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen each other. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. And I will say, I had the feeling that I feel towards a friend. Oh. I know. It surprised me as much as (laughs) it's probably surprising you. When you came in, I was like, I'm excited. Tony's coming today. I haven't seen him. Did did you, was it kind of like Christmas Eve last night? Did you have a hard time sleeping? And Suck my dick. No. (laughs) Not at all. But- this is going to be your favorite episode that's ever happened. Because you know what? I'm prepared Tell to me. honor you back. Ooh. Are you going to chant? No. <laughs> I'll chant something. You're not going to like it. I promise you that. Um, I have compiled some compliments of emails people have sent and um, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Go Ooh. there and leave us five stars. Um, which people have done. And it's absolutely delightful yeah. and lovely. And I know I've said it before, but I do read them. And it touches me every time. It really like makes this more worthwhile. And, and it, it really makes me super happy when I hear that like this just made someone's commute better. It made them laugh on their way home from work and all that stuff. Yeah. So you don't you don't get on the social media much and brag. You just do it on here. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Of course. So there's no difference between you and me. me. <laughs> people can't shout back at me as easily here. They have to log in. It's like a whole thing they yeah, gotta do. That's fair. Um all right. So I have compiled some compliments for Tony Thaxton. I, I I'm Excited, but a, a little scared, too, because I, I feel like there's this look in your eye that maybe these aren't really no. compliments. Well, I mean, I had to I had to take what I could get. I mean, I'm not saying there were thousands for uh-huh, me to pour through. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I'll start with I'll start with this one. This is from Valix, CC, V-A-L-I-X-X-X, ooh, CC, mm. Tony with lots of exclamation marks. Oh, my God, Tony steals the show. 
Okay, this person's out of their mind. <laughs> he is the most hilarious, most insight. Did you write this? Most creative genius on podcast today. <laughs> okay, well, this is insane. He isn't always given the opportunity to speak because the woman on the show is very chatty. <laughs> but he gets some in every now and then. Five stars. <laughs> Is that your sister? Is somebody, no, I, I. You don't know any Valex XXCC. I have no idea who that could be. All right, well, just Justine O two O seven wrote Tony's laugh is my favorite thing in the world. That is all hashtag buttholes. Wow. I uh, mean, trust me, I'm as surprised as you are, baby. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see what the rest of that list is. <laughs> if this is number one, <laughs> this is rough. Yeah, <laughs> this, this Justine O two O seven's got a rough, rough lot in life. Yeah. Um, Alicia Powell, Tony looks nothing like I imagined. He looks more punk when I was picturing more of a weatherman. <laughs> more of a weatherman. <laughs> Kenley Viertel said, Tony has a super cute voice. Let's not pretend that isn't true. All right. I love his voice and I'm refraining from Googling him because I don't want to find out he's <laughs> if he's extraordinarily unattractive. Sorry if that's offensive, Tony. Just know that even if you have a Quasimodo situation, your voice is enough. Wow. I don't I don't think I've gotten that one before. I feel like Kenley, um it, that's very sweet. That is very nice. Right? And uh I now I'm now I'm curious though. Go ahead and Google me. You won't hurt my feelings that much. I just want to see where where it goes. You really? Yeah. Cause Kenley, she wrote a longer um Kenley wrote a longer email as well. Oh. And she was talking about how um, she lives in Texas and doesn't get to see celebrities. And she wrote, at this point, Tony saying, hello, Kenley, would trigger a seizure of some sort. But I'll be cool. Hello, Kenley. Why do you want to trigger a seizure in this poor woman? What if you just killed Kenley? I'm, well, you know, there's, I'm, that was kind of my thing for 2020. Trying new things. To murder people? No, not murder, but maybe just a light seizure. All right. Did, was that fun for you to hear those? It was it was delightful. I also uh -oh. found a cut. No, no. This is all for you. This is the most giving I will be to you ever. So enjoy <laughs> it. I found some criticisms of me. <laughs> oh, even better. To make you feel better. Denz DeBow, D-N-Z-D-E-B-O-W, wrote Ernest. Andrea says the word Ernest too much, like a new vocab word that you're showing off your knowledge of. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I can't even remember you... <laughs> I do say the word earnest, I, and I like the word earnest. I think it's a word that um, is so specific that there's not a lot of synonyms that can be put in its place for what earnest is. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm showing off my vocab. <laughs> it's, it's not exactly like it's a not fancy that impressive. word. <laughs> but listen, Dinza DeBow, listen, Phantom Kid 77 who's it the part of it was hashtag farts are funny disagree really enjoying these podcasts but yes you are incredibly mean to tony Theoborn, andrea keeps asking if she should fire tony i say tony should fire andrea oh ah. yeah fuck off Theoborn. <laughs> <laughs> no that's fine it's fine um and um the, the, i guess there's uh lucking foozer i get it Oh, yeah. I get that one. <laughs> My only complaint is that she doesn't do fart and poop jokes. Well, you know what? If that's your only complaint, life's going pretty well for you, lucky loser. <laughs> Um, so Tony, that was my gift, my welcome back gift to you. Thank you so much. I need it. You know, I went from having thousands of people every night to, to, to just no one. To just no one. <laughs> just alone. So this was the boost I needed. I thought I, thought I was just going to get shat on today, but... Oh, don't worry. We're still I know. recording It's more still stuff. early. <laughs> We're still recording a lot more stuff. We're just starting um, hot. Tony, I'm thrilled to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Um, and I'm very happy that the tour was so successful. It looked like people were psyched and that you guys had a ton of fun. Thank you. It was it and was, very successful. It looked like I mean, people actually came to see you, which I was surprised by. <laughs> it was great. It was uh, it was. I can honestly say I think the several years off was yeah. good for everyone, yeah. including the fans. I think even as yeah. weird as that is to say, because I think they were genuinely more excited than they'd been in a long time. And I think yeah. we just had more fun. We were in different different mindset now, and just. Well, you can, yeah. and not to be like super lame and be like, well, that's what growing up is. But I do think uh, taking time off or 
just even getting a little older, your appreciation mm-hmm. for cool events and being able to actually go do what you love to do, you appreciate it more the older you get because yeah. you realize that you took it for granted. Mm-hmm. Well, thrilled to have you back. Don't get used to me being this pleasant to no, you. No, I won't. Um, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.